Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick from What Culture. We are the Dudley Boys. It's a different order for some reason today. It's because we're doing the full gear review after we've done the Raw Preview. That's why we're doing that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we do uh, daily wrestling podcasts, yeah. of course, where we not only review Monday Night Raw, but also uh, Friday Night Smackdown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! <laughs> you all right? AW Dunham, AW... What's it called? Collision. Yeah. Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup will be complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. And we do it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh-huh. Anyway, in spite of this. <laughs> Getting all the unprofessionalism out of, out of the way before tomorrow, of course. Smart. I'm joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidrick to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw and the go-home ahead of Survivor Series War Game. Yeah, you very kindly do prep stuff for us so we can see the card, see what send us anything on Slack. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> and uh, we found out in our little pre-record meeting why. Because there's a War Games... Uh, advantage Advantage match. match, thank you. But even they don't know who's in that. Not yet. Um, there are, There's one match that I think will definitely happen. The Becky lynch uh, Zaylee match will occur. But Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez feels like one of the things that could definitely change day off. They could just have a change of heart. They could... Throw it out. So I, I don't know if it's because of the time of day we're recording this, but uh, I don't feel like there's much to talk about yet. Yeah. It's because the Fed's cold. It isn't. It isn't. It's red hot. Inexplicably red hot. Um, I am not that excited. I've just watched P- P- Swerve Hangman. Oof. Again. But, well, like, yesterday. I'm going to watch it again tonight. Oh, okay, I thought you, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch it again second watch already. Um, So, I, I mean, it's, who cares? I can't possibly care about Raw. I will be... I will leave myself open... To being charmed yeah. by Raw, but I can't possibly anticipate it. I'm excited to hear what Drew McIntyre's got to say for himself, obviously, after his actions at the end of last week's mm. show. He's going to speak. Uh, maybe he's going to join, obviously, Judgment Day for War Games. That's not been confirmed, but one would assume, along with a potential surprise return on tonight's show, um, that's going to happen. It's about him justifying it in his own mind. Another one of those heel turns recently that you think, 
this does make sense for them at least. Yeah. Um, SmackDown had the Santos Escobar, here's the exposition for anybody that didn't get it. Oh my God. And it was really effective, but it had to be for him because he'd never really been in that position. WWE like you to <laughs> have the big moment and then have the explain your actions moment. And they're pretty much as important as each other. Drew isn't under that pressure at this point. He's kind of a made man in WWE. But I think it's been that long since he's been a heel. And he was a very specific kind of throwback babyface when he was a top babyface. I think this will resonate. Genuinely, mm. I do like the... Bret Hart did this best. He did it best of all. The night after WrestleMania 13, he did that where he tracked back pretty much from when he came back in November 96 to when he turned. And the Austin thing, it was, wasn't was a one-night turn. It was just almost like the culmination of a mm. slow burn. And he had every chapter accounted for as to why it wasn't his fault. But you're going to boo me anyway. They've done it with Drew. They have genuinely done the work. I think Drew's... Drew's had like much harder jobs opening Monday Night Raw, welcoming people to Monday Night Raw in the pandemic or with like some dreadful creative than having to explain this away. I think you've, we've tracked it. It's been mm. fun to chart. He got to the end of his tether. Yeah. Like the, there was that look that he had with Rhea Ripley after he lost to Seth, where finally the regret and the frustration, all of it built up and he took on that well. Can't beat them, join them. He's probably going to blame us and indeed blame Seth for him choosing to join the bad guys because, well, you, you kind of forced me into it. I tried I tried to do it the right way. And where did that get me? Nowhere. So that's why, Drew, why. <laughs> Aye, knee surprises. They, uh, this is all wrestling dialogue as well. It's not just WWE. It's more explicitly sort of, there's more explicit exposition. Sorry for the alliteration um, <laughs> in WWE. But we know he doesn't have to explain his actions. He's been telling you the whole time. Not necessarily showing you. He's been telling you the whole time, this is why I'm acting like this. Um, I'm being a petulant child for this sta explicit stated reason. Um, this is why I'm being like this. This is why I don't want to help this baby face out. This is why I blah, 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 blah. So he doesn't have to explain his actions. His actions have been explained over the course of the storyline in which he has explicitly said his... Uh, motivations as a mm. character. I'm not complaining. I've really enjoyed mm. this Drew McIntyre run. I feel like for once the exposition and the tell don't show works because the way in which this character navigates that material, he kind of has to say, oh, well, it's a bit like that time, such and such. Why is it different for Big Drew? That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to explain anything. I mean, yeah. not being funny. I mean, this comparisons to 1997 Bret Hart. Like, I know you're in love with the Fed at the moment. <laughs> Jesus Christ, can we hold the horses a little bit? <laughs> He's just going to say the same things again, probably get some booze. I would be amazed if this is like earth-shattering stuff. I think the interest here, and I kind of believe I'm using that word in relation to the subject I'm about to discuss, and here's a bullet point for you, is in do they have Randy Orton up here? Mm. Do they leave the mystery of Drew saying, well, you got five, just got four. It's like, we're going to win. Sorry, you know. <laughs> and it's going to be a complete mystery. I've done the maths. I've done the maths, you know. <laughs> Like, you know, uh, five is better than four, you know. Uh, this company used to build things. <laughs> so it does again now. This is a bit more relevant a year and a half ago when I was on top of this. That's place. why that uh, square-headed guy over there is ripping his cock off all the time. <laughs> um, I Do they, like basically, put your bullet point, Will Bourne, Randy Orton, returned? <laughs> do they have him return? Do they have the baby faces go, well, uh... 
I don't know. My heart's saying one thing, but uh, the voices in my head are saying another. Oh. Huh? Holy sh! Was that a Randy Orton reference? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. And um, that's more interesting, I think, because he's already explained his actions through the general course of his uh, dialogue. Yeah, is this going to be a case of Raw copying SmackDown's homework somewhat in terms of them saying, we'll reveal the final member by the end of the show? Like the, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the SmackDown GM off the top of my head. Uh, I'll, 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 it'll come to me. It'll come um, to but if they get... I hate the, you both. If, we get the, if they get the Raw GM, like whoever that SmackDown GM was, inexplicably saying, I'm going to need the fifth member of the year, the old War Games team, by the end of tonight's show, please. That's only because there's only two hours in the week. We've explained this. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it on, like, Sunday at 2, two o'clock. Two o'clock. <laughs> Where's the afternoon announcement on the bump? On the arms back. Huh? He's going to see it at Survivor Series. It's, but, I, yeah, do you think they do that? Or, like, like Sid said, do you think they tease, or oh, someone's going to show up on the night? I just think it's a nicer moment. Look, I've been surprised, as much as anybody, that there is... Uh, thirst for Randy Orton to return. There's a genuine excitement around Randy Orton's return. I think you can pretty much track the decline of WWE and then the rise of WWE in the exact periods Randy Orton was in it. <laughs> it's like, a bit like... It is quite incredible. It's a bit like Attitude-era Shawn Michaels, except so much more pronounced. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that, right? Randy Orton turns up, and it goes to <laughs> crap. Randy Orton goes away, or suddenly the Fed's goaded. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, I don't make the rules. Like, But there is a lot of excitement for Orton's return, uh, and I think you give... Fans that love him this week to anticipate and to look forward to, it, especially because it's a different WWE crowd, man. Yeah, they, like they want to see Randy Orton, like the RKO as well. It's a cool way to like reveal your return. You drop one of the Judgment Day with the RKO. Dominic, Dominic gets it, yeah. And then there's the excitement around Orton, and he's going to be on the team. You know, Cody alluded to it last week. You know, I've got some friends. Was it after the Spoiler show? Spoiler: Jey Uso and I have friends too. He said after yeah. the show. Like, and I think as well, like, look, well, he's got a friend on SmackDown. All well. I'm saying is it's Randy Orton. Uh, as well, or am, or am I? Speaking of the GMs, by the way, mm-hmm. I uh, I really hope, and I'm worried they're not going to, but I really hope they keep doing what they were doing a few weeks ago and address the fact that Cody and Becky just showed up. Mm. I would like, I liked that the other week when they got they were dishing out the fines and it was on an easy agreement between SmackDown GM and Adam Pearce to just, you know, right, we'll shake hands on this one. Don't do it again. Don't have to levy out fines. I don't need to worry about your show. I've got my own show. And then last week was a pretty big one. I expect there to be overlap on SmackDown this week because the Judgment Day defend the tag title. Have they given up on that already? Well, this is what I think is a test of it this week. Uh. So the Judgment Day defend the belts on SmackDown. I know they have, by the way. Oh, well, I hope not. But yeah, they're going to be on SmackDown. <laughs> defend the titles. So, so you shouldn't be too invested in it. That's going <laughs> to <laughs> that's gonna open up for the big war games, go home, yes. fight. They're all going to have a big fight. And maybe that's going to have uh, piercing all this terror and the bloody air out. What are we going to do about these wrestlers? But I'd like that to come up. I'd like. I said before, I think it works really well in Kevin Owens' thing if they don't get punished. Yeah. Like whoever the uh, SmackDown GM is uh, said to uh, said to Cody, "Come on, mate, can't be here. Off you go." Meanwhile, Kevin uh, Owens. Is sorry, getting, so, sorry, go on. Kevin Owens is getting fined left, right, and centre for his actions. He's suspended at the very least. And I like the idea of Kevin Owens getting more and more annoyed of like. Cody's a bad guy here, dude. Like, he's split me and Sammy up. He's won the tag titles. He's brought Jey Uso in. I've had to be shifted to SmackDown to do all this. He, because he's pally with the right people, doesn't get suspended or punished when he attacks people out of nowhere. It all feeds into his inevitable heel turn. So, basically, I honestly haven't had really much time to catch up on SmackDown. I have got the backlog of all the episodes I'm going to watch in full. So, basically, Gene Up... Kevin Owens for Cody's first post-mania program as champion? Possibly. 
feels like eventually the frustrations of how yeah. things have gone on SmackDown. Either that or babyface Baron Corbin in Lyon. Yeah. And am I to understand that there's a new GM on SmackDown? Uh, yeah. What's, what is, what's their name? I can't remember off the top of my head. It's a good, I always forget because it's so stacked on Fridays. Yeah. SmackDown's got all this and so much more. <laughs> That's it. It's Nick Aldis. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it could uh, be LA Knight, by the way. The extra, so I know it's it's ninety nine percent going to be Randy Orton, but they've they've now done the thing with Cody helping LA Knight. Yeah, Cody Friday. was there to make the save because that was to kind of this is what I mean. Like Cody is there to make it clear the bloodline that I'm forgotten about. Yeah, WrestleMania, blah blah blah. But it is it was a bit convenient. Like him and Aldis had this acknowledged. They didn't say it, but it was like I remember you, you remember me. You're gonna have to leave and all that. And I, it's a bit too bit too clean that for what they were trying to establish not two weeks ago. I would like them to hold up their end. Yeah. Who do you think gets the advantage for all games? I know we all know who should. Well, the heels should get the advantage. And they... Who are the heels again? Uh, Damien Priest. Yep. yep. Finn Balor. Correct. correct. JD McDonough. Uh-huh. And Drew McIntyre's helping them out, but the core group has also got Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, and yep. together... <laughs> they're in the f***ing judgment day. Yeah. babyface team, isn't it? Yeah, um, so the heels, the Judgment Day, and Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. should get the advantage. And guess what? The heels should also get the advantage in the other match. Yeah, like if the it's one of those where oh, hands are tied, um, <laughs> can't do the heels having the advantage in both matches. Either just do it again because you're going to do it again anyway. You're going to do it again anyway. Um, you shouldn't have to completely destroy the psychology of the match because you're having to do two. Like, having two in and of itself is samey and over-familiar and a bit normalizing of it all. So, yeah, that is mine. But they're, am I, they're having an advantage match. Mm-hmm. Correct. Here's an idea for you. WWE loves show-long storylines. Mm-hmm. Michael Hamflit, even if they're bad, check out uh, the, walk, the Full Gear review. Oh. Loves show-long storylines. <laughs> if I'm writing Raw... Mm-hmm. I would it's go. a Simpsons gag. You know I f***ed up bad. <laughs> you know I f***ed up bad. Um, I would write, they like a show-long saga slash hook every single week. I'd be like, all right. Oh, I can't do it. My hip hurts. <laughs> I was going to put my feet up with the idea being you could have the baby faces like because the heels should be at full strength. I hate the dissension within the Judgment Day ahead of this match. Do it after. All the mm. live long day. The baby faces should be able to say, the one time it's like, can we coexist? We're not an actual squadron. We're just uniting for a common goal. But there is drama mm-hmm. in whether or not we can actually combine all these amazing forces for the good of the theme of justice on the night or whatever. So the baby faces should be the one who, like I'll say, right, uh, well, I should realistically be in this advantage match because I've got a better chance of winning. Well, I'm the world heavyweight champion, Cody. What have you ever done? Well, asshole. <laughs> Only beat you like three times. That sort of thing. So if I'm a hack and I'm writing Raw alongside the other hacks, sorry, Michael Hamflood, I'm doing little childish squabble segments like that. I'm not saying these are good ideas necessarily. I'm saying these are ideas WWE would do. So I predict there'll be some little squabbles. I hope they're done well enough. 
You can do mm. make it so they're not babyish. Like, well, no, 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 I've done this. You can make it without Wikipedia, but they will certainly read out their Wikipedia pages to one another to back up their sort of claim as being the guy to be in the advantage match. Do you think that ends up with Sami Zayn doing it then as the most honourable of the lot? Like the one that's got the least aggro and drama. He's like, look, I'm not going to get into any of the fights with you. I'll just, I'll win the fight that matters and I'll go out there and I'll fight whomever and then he loses. And he's tried to be the most honourable one and he's been beaten by whoever the Judgment Day send out because they cheat. Who would lose I out the fire? So who's it, Seth, Cody? Sammy and Jay. I would have Sammy be the one to lose that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Uh, say I'd, I'd front and centre have Judgment Day say it's going to be Dom representing us and then just for the match say oh if he's, when you know it he's bloody tweaked a muscle so Finn Balor's going to kick your ass instead because they're just rascals fresh. like that yeah. yeah even though they've fought them all about 20 times I think Damien Priest will offer to do it and they will try and position that as like a baby face move I've got this. That's a good like idea. That's a good version of the thing I was being facetious about. <laughs> he kind of could do Damien pin Seth yeah, yes. I like that a lot, actually. I don't know. Actually, he's, he's, it could be that a- he's hobbling around. It with could his- be that AEW rule of you can beat a champion before they drop the title once. You know when it was like, when it meant something? Yeah, Jericho and um, Scorpio Sky. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Kenny and Christian Cage. Uh-huh. Baker and Rio, they did a good one. Anyway, that sort of thing. Sorry, I went a bit Finn Balor there. <laughs> That's sort of Possibly thing. also Jaden Finn Balor on the whole Jaden McDonough validating his place and his new spot in the group. Mm. And no, probably he's getting RKO'd as he celebrates the victory. Cheating to win and getting it. I mean, Jesus Christ, RKO could hit like you can hit RKO's on more difficult targets than JD McDonough, and that's me saying that. <laughs> it's like a funk up. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Um, in terms of some of the other stuff on Survivor Series, of course, we've got the uh, IC title on the line. Anything big in the life of Gunther before the big match for the Miz? I don't know what was happened here 13 years ago in the life of Gunther, but I know what was happening 13 years ago in the life of me and my wife, because it's our anniversary today. Oh, my God. I've heard this one. <laughs> and as a result, I know what was happening in the Miz's life. He was winning the WWE Championship, and he'll absolutely tell you tonight. Uh, Wade Barrett was defeated by Devalsport. Randy Orton, mm. Law. Stuff happened on Raw, but Miz won't mention that name, will he? But he'll point at Wade, and he'll be like, you remember that, don't you, Wade? Because whose music did you hear as you were getting up? And I was like, it was bloody Rose. <laughs> and then the Miz comes out <laughs> and cashes in. And <laughs> <laughs> Like Michael Hamlet is uh, happy as he's ever been. He's just got married on a honeymoon. He's at freaking Monday Night Raw. His wife's gone to sleep and she just wants to go home back to the hotel because we're really jet lagged. But I was like, he's got a briefcase. You not understand what this means. And she goes, no. I was like, well, it means he's about to win a bill. And then I mean, he's got a guaranteed shot at the time of his choosing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's choosing Having right now. retrieved the briefcase and the money in the bank ladder match. Keep up and tell. How many he's, days have you been married at this point? Two. Uh, but we've been together like five years, so she knew that she was yeah. in for more of this bollocks. Uh, I. Genuinely, genuinely think the Miz might just reference that because Gunther's substantially younger. And he's like, like he's going to use this as like, you don't think I've got the experience, you don't think I've got the like ability to beat you. Like 13 years ago, you were, and then it's just 13 years younger, do the maths, and he was, I don't know, like a teenager or something, they can make a joke about like, this image you see of Gunther with his like dyed hair and his big green singlet or something like, like that. wacky Gunther. Here was you 13 years ago, and I was WWE champion. I'm not being funny, clip. right? Not being funny. Oh my god. That's a great idea because Gunther the entire time has been, oh, you're just a showman, you're a, a, joke. Cl- a clown, yeah. a joke to me. I was winning WWE titles when you look like this to the Titantron. The one time a Titantron gang would be gag would be permissible. Would be raging, wouldn't he? Like, like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> and let's play the clip of me winning the title and you know, maybe include the commentary on it, you know, just a thought. Oh my god. Oh my god, if they did that. The punk, the punk was on commentary that night. If they did that, just oh like, man, piss off! It's rip. only a few days now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone said, "Oh, yeah, Wilma doesn't know anything." I think your father called uh, Orange Cassidy and Swerve winning. Everyone else said the opposite was going to happen. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, there's also the uh, really intriguing storyline about Will Ludwig Kaiser go to Indus Share and Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a bit out of nowhere, wasn't it? Weird, weird uh, six man that's going to. They happen. could do a match where. I mean, Miz is bad enough, but Chinda challenging Gunther for the IC title. I'm like, is he gonna? He's not gonna drop it to him, is he? It's like just the, what was it? What's the always the, the NXT one you always go to? Bailey and Eva Marie. Oh, well, aye, but no, but that's like an all-time great bit of TV booking to make an hour of NXT really entertaining. This was like well, Aurora entertaining. I I genuinely love when Paul Heyman was. No, I'm not going to sell you on Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal. I'm not even going to try. I like, might have had inside information that the match is not going to happen. <laughs> so I don't am I going to bother. And we'll bury him on the way out. It's about that Baron Corbin. We know the ratings are down, and it's this guy's fault. <laughs> like Absolutely deranged, deranged period of WWE booking in general. That, that 2017, 20... Oh. In, somehow 2019 was even worse. But 2017, it's like, oh, hang on, the two champions are Jinder and Brock. 
can't do that. No. It's like, oh, why didn't you just think? And you have the same thought process when you're strapping them up in the first place. Like, we can't do that because one day you might have to do this. Like, surely, you, uh, you know. So it's like, all right, can't do that. All right, give it, give it AJ. One year later. Uh, right, let's do the champions at the same time then. Um, AJ and Brock. Oh, can I do that? We did it last year. Uh, turn Brian three days before the show. I love that. Oh, I'll have to. I believe I have to, yeah. <laughs> Out of like hot Tober and hot Vember, where they're just like, here's a Survivor Series card. Uh, we've got absolutely no wrestlers we've got any faith in. So in the main event, it's John Cena and Triple H and this f***ing Shane McMahon and Kurt Angus and a goddamn shield. Want to watch? I was like, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Roderick and Charlotte are going to kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> okay. Is I told you swears more than me. Sorry. I went through the collision preview without a single swear. Did you? Yeah. Are uh -huh. oh, you a rough as arse, though? You're in a bad way. I was in a bad way, but I still talked. Yeah. Beautiful. If you haven't checked it out, by the way, it's a beautifully husky voice you've got on that preview. Like a Phoebe Buffay sexy husky voice. I was just really, really rough. Back <laughs> in the game more, now? It was more like monotone. What, ready to drink again? Yeah. No, I don't want to. Ever? Well, I don't want to binge drink anymore. I don't like the feeling. Someone I don't like the guy I turn into. Lovely. It's like a bollock spout. I know I do it on a podcast for a living. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like work stage. Just like a uh, binge binge wick. <laughs> <laughs> Not the biggest fan of like some of the stuff you just I don't know. What am I talking about? I mean, they've got a great range at the Mosaic Tap, though. Oh, yes. Yeah, so get it there anytime soon. Special delivery. I will be eating there, but I will be drinking more responsibly, I think. Yeah. Binge drinking. No, I won't be eating there. There's no food. Sort out your food before we go. Yeah. <laughs> I will be eating on the day, whereas I ain't really on the Thursday. Um, also on Raw tonight, uh, we've got uh, Becky Lynch versus Zia Lee, um, which is, you know, they're, they're, it's all, all over the place because Zia Lee's. Got, had the Warriors tea ceremony on NXT, of course. <laughs> yeah. Which is setting up a title match. Is that this week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's doing uh, double duty. Big it's 48 hours ahead in the career of Zia Lee. And like, the, I'm not being facetious, like there is, but just, you know. They set up these things at once when Becky Lynch was NXT champion. Yes. And they've tried to keep both going and neither of them feel that credible. I don't think it's been helped by like the pretty terrible Zia Lee segment last week. Uh, the T thing on NXT was funny, but not super serious. And I don't <laughs> think the wrestlers could have done any more with it. It just wasn't great material. Uh, Suck death. Becky Lynch has... I'll, I'll say this funny, right. I don't remember a lot of last week's NXT. It's sort of an orgasmic trance for me, that show. <laughs> what an asshole. I don't in, even know if he's serious or not. He means it. You can tell. In 2023... Yeah, but he's got a very, like, uh, fake tone. And yet... Sheer commitment to the bit. It's like, it must be a tired by now. The Wednesday morning joy after a, yet another NXT, I think is too real. He just, he comes into this office walking on air. Yeah. <laughs> Tigger from Winnie the Pooh just bounces in. <laughs> after suppress yourself just enough to do the news. And that tail gets recoiled and then you yeah. get in the studio and bang, you're off. No, Becky's elevated worse material in 2023 than this feud. Than Lee. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Trish Stratus feud was worse than this feud. Mm. And the cage match was unbelievable. Like, she might get something out of it. Like, I'm not saying Zylee's rubbish, but this hasn't been any good. But you've really. also got the factor of now Becky Lynch being in war games as well. Yeah, this they've done... Obviously, they've kept the builds at this point isolated to Raw and SmackDown for the men's and the women's, but I fully expect this to be a week of it. You're going to get the invading teams this week. Well, they're going to add another person, because you and I talked about this on the SmackDown preview, about, like, well, it's weird to have a five-person team for the men's and only a four-person team for the women's. I've seen people speculating 
Zaylee being added in on the heel side to mm. then bring in Jay Cargill, for example, on the baby face. Yeah, I, well, I think if there's a way, I suggested on X that they could have Shotzi get beaten down in the pre-show. Yeah. They've done that before with the War Games matches. Then you have the surprise, which is great because Cargill's reveal. And did you see the big thing for SmackDown? Never mind a phenomenal. Why match. are you with wide eyes? Pointing at me, saying, did you see the big thing for SmackDown? Is this I'm going to give half a toss? I think he will. I'm, I'm willing to bet that he's going to be excited by this. So there was a brilliant match between Dragon Lee and Axiom. I did no! see this. I'm not talking about that, though. I uh, did see this. Phenomenal promo from Santos Escobar. And it was great. And uh, obviously the Becky Lynch-Charlotte thing. Bigger than all that, though. Shotzi's got a ghost tank. <laughs> what is that? What's that ghost tank? The tank was wheeled out as a distraction for the heels. Nobody was inside. Nobody's driving the tank. How's it moving about by itself, man? All right, the righteous. (laughs) 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 The tank. (laughs) The tank was haunted. (laughs) Shotty haunted the tank. Hey, you know what? Not that I'm, you know... AW versus WWE guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'll get onto this on the full gear review. There's some supernatural nonsense afoot. And AW has been for quite some time, which I'm looking forward to drilling into as part of a wider point I'm going to make. Mm. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. War Sh- games. So will the, will the da- uh, damage control factor into uh, Becky Lynch versus Siley is going to be heatless and not particularly good. Uh, yeah, I'm worried about that too. Uh, Jade Cargill should be worried added. about it. I know you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I heard myself saying two, and I was like, the only one of us worried here, and it's me. Uh, just uh, telling it like it is. Uh, I think Jade Cargill should be fifth. I think. Did you hear Dave's thing? <laughs> it's just him. It is just him. What's this? Is it speculating? Just him speculating. He, like, it's, not, it's not like a report. It is not a report, but it's just really funny. So the thing is, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's so harsh. It's rough, like. Because I've seen Jay Cargill matches I thought were really impressive. Obviously, yeah. I've seen Jay Cargill matches that were less than impressive, mm-hmm. but you've got to like, you know, bear in mind, limit to our experience, blah, 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 the rest of it. So I think he was just asked, maybe by a caller on Observer Radio, or maybe just as an aside by um, Brian, what's the deal with Jay Cargill? She seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth. Dave Meltzer speculating, and again, he's so dry. That sometimes, it's one of those where, oh, sometimes, you know, can, it's just a sense of humor. Sometimes he's just like that as well, so you can never tell. Because oh, maybe they saw a wrestle and decided she needed more work. Jesus Christ. What's that like? Dave. That is bad. She's a perfect surprise, does three moves, absolutely kills Bailey. Yeah. Like, I think they keep it as her reveal of surprise and you get the entrance pop and the whole deal. Because then she's not like, to get that and then, right, right get in the uh, cage. <laughs> sort of kills the moment a bit, yeah. isn't it, you know? So she's like, oh, they, they've got one last member, we've got her just in time. And then she comes out and she just, like I say, batters Bailey, damaged guitar, scatter, and she pins Bailey. I think that's how you do it. But you could set up a five on four for that and leave them in need of a fifth surprise member to reveal on the show. They could also uh, pick the winner of the, the big monsters battle, Nia Jax versus Raquel Rodriguez, that also goes down tonight. Oh, I wish... Raquel Rodriguez has lived up to her potential this year. It's been... She worked... Oh, work. Where's Brian? <laughs> <laughs> she had an all right rumble, and that's about all I can remember from this year of being any good. Like, liked her a lot in NXT. Thought the time was right to call her up. I don't think she's really shone in the big opportunities, but she has had them. That's the thing. Like a match with Ronda, didn't she? But then that was completely overshadowed by Charlotte. Yeah, back. Charlotte returned, but it wasn't... Any, like, it was Rhea Ripley. That was Bobbins. So boring, that one. Like, the Ronda match was the best of Ronda's run, but, like, think about yeah. the ground that covers. Like, 
Uh, it's just, it's not, she's just not been that engaging in these long matches. And this is a thing like, it used to be the easiest thing of, you know, it's a bit of a wrestling forum take, but why can't they give so-and-so an opportunity? She's had quite a few. So she's just going to lose. Not as a heel and, though. Not as a heel, and I that's, This should be the catalyst for that. This should be, Aye. gets destroyed. Nia Jax, oh my God, if Raquel can't stop it, can anyone? And yeah, they've done all right with Nia and... Um, Rhea as a post-Survivor Series program as well. They've kind of put that in place for when Rhea Ripley's through Survivor Series. So, aye, Nijax wins, but I'm just a bit sad. Like, the Rakao Rodriguez thing was a noble failure. Move back to NXT. That's where you reheat her as a heel. I think you just need to turn a heel on the main roster. And have her go away for a bit, and when she comes back, she comes back as a heel. She is a monster, though, and Nia's a more effective one right now. Yeah. So you kind of do and just look I'd second have, rate. I'd have... Um, Damage control, saying, well, if people can show up on SmackDown, we're just going to be hanging around backstage, and then they'll see what Nia does, and they'll be like, hmm, she's got... How do we counteract Becky Lynch? Anna, let's have the person who caved her face in. Nia Jax as the fifth heel is not bad. And then they go, who are you going to have that could, could compare to the size of Nia Jax? Great. So, you know. Thoughts? Aye. All very good. <laughs> I know one match you sure. <laughs> You're really excited about tonight is the continuation of Shinsuke Nakamura versus the Alpha Academy, which I think is taking place tonight. They sort of intimated Chad Gable said, I'll take care of him next week. So this is when he does further teasers to CM Punk. I believe so. Because Randy Orton is pretty much destined to join mm. that men's uh, Babyface War Games team. So Shen Shinsuke Nakamura is calling somebody else out, unless he calls out someone. In the it's Randy Orton. Goes, oh, by the way, Puke, I'll deal with, I'll deal with you on Raw. I'm doing some <laughs> actual <laughs> big business. Survivor Series, unless it's CM Punk coming back. <laughs> Shinsuke Pukamura is what, like, Sergeant, <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter would have called him if they were feuding. Yeah, yeah. New Hall of Famer. Are we getting back-to-back -back Chad Gable, Shinsuke. I just realised? Yeah. yeah. Shinsuke obviously wins to build towards the Punk match on Saturday, um, but we're getting back-to-back -back Chad, aren't we? Because he's working Noam Dar, isn't he? Or has that already happened? No, that's already no, happened. That's, isn't that, didn't that get taped, by the way? Oh, is this week's NXT ah. taped? I'm sure I read something to oh, that effect. God, there's a spoiler for 24 oh. more hours. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if the texts went from, like, the DMs went from, oh, like, I was at Rampage after Dynamite and this was really great, to somehow one of those paid extras <laughs> in the performance center. Guys, I've got all the hot scoops. You'll see the face of God during the one <laughs> <Dark> versus <laughs> Chad Gable. <laughs> Would you like me to send you a Chase U jersey that I got given? I was like, yes. I'll, I'll take that one. Did they sell them on the... I don't think they do, and they should, shouldn't they? They should. They, they should. must do. I'm well, surprised. Go have a little look, just to say, and so I'm happy. NXT Shop that Cam. Shop that Cam. You can't go on off there. I'm sure Dan has sort you out. WWE Shop that Cam. That's good. That's good stuff. That. <laughs> See the Chicago stuff with the little lightning bolts, by the way. I did. Oh my god! The uh, WWE UK website were doing this like uh, UK merch, like a bit of their own wrestle create, just a bunch of random <laughs> we found in the factory, and there's a uh, CM Punk. Wristband as part of a little collection. He's looking for Chase U merch, and he just had to make him go on his notes to bleep. What jobs you want this guy to do? There's a Chase U t-shirt. Oh, it's on, on offer as well. How much? Only twenty one twenty five with the code. That's a bargain, that Cody is. Cody Rhodes Brexit shirt. Oh. <laughs> oh. Claim your kingdom doesn't work well there either. No, thanks. Oh, we'll leave it. Pun. We'll leave it there. United Kingdom. I know, but with the Brexit content, anyway. Uh... Anyway, uh, the first time he said, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> completely <laughs> botched it up. I love him, but you know, yeah. 
When it comes to match beyond, you you leave them to lay in because leave means leave. Leave <laughs> means leave. <laughs> oh God, Cody's gonna cry, his, cry and bleed his eyes out anyway with war games. What's he? Like, he's. I've just. It's, something, it's, it's something feral's gonna overcome it's, him. It's in that war game. games. <laughs> it's <laughs> war <laughs> games week, isn't it? He's gonna do yeah. the freaking moonsault again, isn't he? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts ahead of Minute Aral uh, on X at What Culture WWE. Watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at um, Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. As I said, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. The SmackDown review is available right now, and our full gear review is coming your way a little bit late on today as well. And we'll be back tomorrow to review Minute Aral. Uh, but for now, <laughs> this has been the Raw preview. My thanks to Hamflet Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon.